This is Space Cats Peace Turtles, the unofficial podcast for Fantasy Flight's Twilight Imperium. Episode 338, Agenda Phase Mailbag, 2024. Music by Ben Prunty, featuring Matt Martins and Hunter Donaldson. Emergency agenda phase mailbag. No, no weakness, only strength. <laughs> You're all about weak messaging. You would never, you would never be able to run for office, Matthew, because you are always about. Let's admit to them that uh-huh. we're weak. Right. Let's show them our belly. <laughs> never, never, never show them the belly. Okay, you can, you can take everything mm-hmm. that you're doing mm-hmm. and just try to judge it up a little bit. <laughs> And just say, hey, I am not delivering weakness. Mm-hmm. I work hard for it's a living. It's actually strength that's getting me here. Yes, yes, you yes. Don't, you don't know how strong I am. I am very strong, <laughs> Matt. And, I, and I, you will respect it. I and do. the listener will respect it. And Boy. everyone will have to respect it. And that's the mood I'm in. That's the mood. <laughs> I do not want to roll into this podcast being like, oh, sorry. Sorry. Hunter's oh, I guess we just God. don't have fun. It's not fun anymore. We're just sorry all the time. Oh, whoopsie daisy. We're just not doing exactly everything the way it should be all the time. Because we're supposed to be able to impossibly mm-hmm. do 50 million things at once. Uh, and instead, and now I'm doing it. No, no, we got him. We got him. We got him, folks. You got me. That's all you care about. (laughs) They're not on your side. Okay. They're the audience. And why would they root against me? No, it's true. It's been a, it's, you know what though? It's been a good week. I'd say there's been dumb things to it, but Mm -hmm. we both, uh, went up to Minneapolis again together. We had ourselves a fun little weekend. Mm -hmm. You found a place you like. Yeah, I, I found a place I like. I found a place I like. I, I, we might be able to live we in these places. We might be able to live in these places. We don't know that. <laughs> we don't know that we will be able to live in these places. Uh, mine has a crazy sewer thing that we get to look into. How fun is that? Sewer cool. stuff. If you know about houses, maybe you're like, oh, sewer stuff. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. And maybe that expresses the scope of the issue to, to some people, to, to a, a narrow cast of our audience. But mm-hmm. no, I think it's good. We're getting, we're getting on a, a track, but... That's why today's episode is um, we haven't been able to do like streams of any kind of any no streams. There have been no YouTube. Not even really able to play. Yeah, I've been playing async in the background, but that's Mm -hmm. like for stuff that can come up later. Like that'll that'll be later episodes. It'll Mm -hmm. be great. Uh, But yeah, it's it's been a a bit of lack of uh, research, as it were, for this show uh, possible just because Mm -hmm. of all the moving parts. So we figured we'd dip into the mailbag and hang Mm -hmm. out with everybody, hang out with the Galactic Council. Just to just to make that work, uh, I do have some tournament updates. Yes, if we'd like those as Give well. Give us some tournament updates. Absolutely, the qualifiers. I want to congratulate this weekend's winners of Rope. Ah, oh, dude, Rope. Rope did it, and Dankeem. Congratulations. Yeah. That's our two from this week. Good and, job. Uh, our prelims winner Bob C two twenty two from our solo game this weekend. That puts us one weekend behind on the prelims. But uh, as we announced last week, we have like opened it up. Yes, uh, quite a bit. 
to everybody can just kind of get their game which scheduled. Which I think did surprise people. Exactly. And so they did not, I mean, it's not like they were I gave able them to three just, days notice to, right. to schedule a game. I'm not yeah. surprised there were very few games last week. Yeah, yeah. But we got a lot of stuff. <laughs> if you are in the prelims, yeah. uh, get into the organization channel and, and get your game in. Um, I am planning on organizing my game sometime in early March. Yeah. Maybe right after we let the weird bears in. Right. Uh, I might do. (laughs) Worth noting, I've let the weird bears uh, and the baby child big friends and the legacy weird bears into the channel Mm -hmm. to avoid the same issue I just had this last week of why add them on March 1st when there's games that could be happening March 1st. So uh, everybody who's not a prelims winner that is in those channels now, it's so that you can get the scheduling happening. I'm not Mm -hmm. looking for you to join games like this weekend. Although honestly the numbers shake out to where it doesn't matter. Like it just kind of doesn't matter. So if if we can, if you can make a game fire off, I'd rather that happen. So like a kind of early ish on people being let in, that doesn't mean the qualifiers are closed. Uh, So for everybody on the lower Patreon tiers that aren't just getting added to that channel, you know, there's, there's other ways to still get in, but that's how we're, that's where we're at right now with the prelims. And I expect it to pick up, uh now that people are like planning games like yes. much further in advance there's there's a lot for like early march uh already starting to get scheduled so uh, i think we'll see that pick up and i'm excited i'm excited to keep the prelims on mm-hmm. pace <laughs> we are mm-hmm. we're only one week behind is the thing and right. honestly the semis are wiggle room the semis yeah. were slated for like all of april mm-hmm. and you don't need all of april to necessarily do it so there's no. there's there's push and pull we have wiggle room and i'm actually not that worried about our position for the prelims at this point. I can't wait to start getting um, those se- into the semis, though. I'm really excited yeah. about it. And I'm excited to play my uh, prelims game. I'm, of course, destined to probably win the entire tournament <laughs> this year. Um, and Because I'd always been saying it'd be yeah. the sixth one. Right. When we started the show, I yes. said, it'd, I'll win the sixth we one. We didn't even know the tournament was a thing. You just said, you'll we win the sixth one. We knew there'd be a tournament. What no, are you, you about? You just were saying, like, we started the show. We were like, we hadn't even come up with a name yet. Oh. And you were like, I'll win the sixth one. And I was like, what are you talking I about? I always forget. So there was this day yeah. where um, you came in and you were you looked a lot older yeah and you're you had a big duck dynasty beard went all the way down to uh-huh. your giant gut uh-huh. um <laughs> and uh you were saying you were from the future oh. and you actually laid out the whole plan interesting uh and that's where we got all the scripts for mm-hmm. all the semifinals and finals games yeah. yeah was you actually just had those right and what didn't make sense about it is i was like where did you get those mm-hmm. and you were really when i asked you that you were like whoa and you kind of had a little bit of a freak out and um but yeah then you left and it turns out that was some time travel business just the time tra- time travel on <laughs> lexi the time travel <laughs> Well, sorry, I'm getting time sickness because when you talk, you don't know. When you talk about it, it starts. When you to talk about time tra- travel, yeah, uh, it it makes you time sick, mm-hmm. and then you kind of get displaced. It's like Slaughterhouse Five. Well, when the time travelers show up, they put time slugs in your ears, mm. and those slowly no, eat away at your brain. Correct. Yeah. I don't see that's propaganda. Uh-huh. They, that's just stuff you can read on the internet, uh-huh. um, and I'm not part of that. I don't support that type of stuff. That's that Joe Matt's Rogan kinda, stuff. <laughs> no, you're you're not really in that Joe Rogan sphere, but yeah. you know, it's like I do wonder where you were at mm-hmm. on a particular date in January. Uh, <laughs> And, you know, and it's like, I'm not saying I just remember calling and I didn't you didn't pick up. You know what I mean? And and I'm I didn't super hear- busy right now. <laughs> it sounded like there's a lot of stuff going on uh-huh. around you, too. Sure. Um, sure. But yeah, so that that was an interesting day mm-hmm. um, when when that's you my brother's traveled. birthday. Not kidding. 
<laughs> that that day you're talking about is actually my brother's actual wow, wow. birthday. So you you have a an alibi, but it's just family, huh? Hmm. People that would lie. I for was you. with my brother. Is all I can say. <laughs> Don't check on where my brother was. All right, all right. Well, uh, I am working for a particular agency that uh-huh. has asked me some particular questions. So we'll see how that shakes out. A new arc of the show. Matt yeah. goes to prison. <laughs> Speaking of questions, do we want to crack open the, yes. the mail bucket? Yes. Uh, we are having a beach episode. Yes. All right. We declare beach episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we also suspended criticism, although that was an OGA. But I want to say in this episode uh-huh. this week, too, uh, all criticism is temporarily suspended. Fantastic. And I encourage everyone to say nice things to us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's, uh, yeah, if you say, you have to say nice stuff yeah. to us. Um, well, it's easy because of the, because of the crisp content we're about to just like implant into their brain. Yes. Yes. Our podcast slugs are coming your way. Right. Uh, I have a series of questions right out the gate. Okay. Uh, these never made sense as the agenda phase questions mm-hmm. at the end of an episode, but here four in a row is where they make sense. So Paul Davis, thank you for kicking things off, uh, in this agenda phase spectacular, this this big yeah hoo-ha. thank you thank uh, you paul davis so first up hunter mm-hmm. what is the mattest faction ah yes the mattest faction um so it would have to be uh whatever faction is the nicest the sweetest the kindest <laughs> mm-hmm. uh mm. the most generous <laughs> the loveliest um but also they have to have like a baby uh-huh. Uh, so I'm really tempted to say Nasroka, yeah, sure, um, because Molly is clearly the little the mm-hmm. little babis, yeah, uh, on on your back, right? Um, and you're kind of more cat than dog, which mm-hmm. I feel like would maybe come as a surprise to you. I feel like you think of yourself as a dog, but I think you're kind of a dogish cat, actually, <laughs> kind of a dogish cat. Well, a bit of a dogish cat, yeah, yeah, yeah. an orange cat. Yeah. You are that's kind of your see. your vibe I because see. dogs are inherently. You're kind of, you're more of an inside person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You ain't got that dog in you. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And you like your comforts. Yeah. And that way I would say you're quite cat-like. But within the home sphere, mm-hmm. you got a little bit of that dog in you. Yeah. That's what I think. A little bit of that dog. <laughs> I, think, I think you're a little bit tail wagging, you know what I mean? Like uh-huh. foot kind of jangling It's in a tail wagging cat. A yes. A cat that plays fetch. Yes, a fetching cat. Okay. Um, and I would say that is to me kind of Nas Roca. Mm-hmm. Does this, do I like this logic enough? Um, I'm liking it. Exploration focused. My, mm-hmm. my favorite video games are real treasure mappy. That's true. You things. like a map. You like to find stuff. Yeah. You like the, the thrill of finding stuff. How, oh, and you know what? It, maybe it is perfect. Because a lot of times Nas Roca mm-hmm. wins a game through a lot of wild RNG uh-huh. that you can then use as an argument as to why you why actually didn't, didn't win. Yeah, that, oh, so so Nasroka so actually is kind of right <laughs> there. I do. Th- I would have lost, but I happened to get shard right at the end. And <laughs> yeah, I, I, every nose was like earn it. the eighth relic that you'd drawn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you're saying like, and then I just happened Whatever. to get shard. Sure, there were only three cards it left in the deck. It was a twenty-five percent chance. It was it was a thirty-three percent thirty-three percent chance. But I guess it happened. I mean, it shouldn't have, uh-huh, but then it uh-huh. did, and I won. <laughs> All right, I like it. I think it I'm all. I think Roca. it made. I think it didn't make sense at the beginning, and by the end of it, I talked myself Justified into it actually it. making a lot of sense. So that that's you as Very a faction. Good. Okay. Do you want to read this next question? Um, Matt. Mm, this is from Paul Davis. Oh, okay. Uh, but it's written. It's. I'm realizing he wrote this as if we ask each other this way. Mm-hmm. Matt, what is the hunterist mm-hmm. faction? Mm-hmm. 
Well, I have to say you're a bit of a cat like dog, you know, uh-huh. where where you, you've got you've got <laughs> I was about to say you've got claws and I don't even know what I mean by that. Oh, that I mean, no, it's not repugnant. That. <laughs> yeah, let's, jerkish. Let's, let's just do the opposite of everything. Yes. said. No, uh, but you have you have a, a want to be the life of the party entertainment vibe. The, the dog wants to play catch. Oh, you do, got you, a, do you really you got perceive me as vibe. wanting to be the life of the party? That you is just, a bummer. You just, people walk in a room and they're like, Annoyed. I want to be by that dog. <laughs> I want to be with that dog. And the dog's Honestly, got it's the funny energy. that you're saying this because we just got back from Minneapolis where you informed me after almost every interaction we had with other people that I was freaking them out or that <laughs> I was were, isolating people. You. <laughs> I think that is absolute. No. No, it's, Minnesota, it's, it's, we no, need to have a, a talk. wonderful experience <laughs> to be hanging out with some people and then have the person that knows you the best be like, yeah, they just really didn't like that, man. That was just a it's not, I'm not, They never said they didn't like it, but you did freak them out. Uh-huh. <laughs> In the and way only, I, and, and, I, and like, a, like an excitable dog mm-hmm. might freak people out. Yeah. And they don't know how to handle that excited dog. Yeah, well, I don't know how I feel about me freaking people out. I wish I didn't. I don't want to freak mm-hmm, people out. Mm-hmm. I, You know what I want to be? You yeah. said, I want to be the life of the party. I don't want to be the life of the party at all, actually. Mm. All I want to do is go to a nice party. Uh-huh. That's all I care about. Sure. If, the, if I go and the, it feels like there's a nice party yeah, yeah. happening, I don't That's care. Success. And I don't want to. Pr- but I totally. am just trying to, to put my energy yep. into the soup in order to make it spicy and exciting right. and if anything make what spicy. i wish yeah. is that i was being invitational that i was sure. getting other people to also uh participate you yeah. know but i think i failed to do that my take time you, you you like to make it spicy you like to add something new to the room you kind mm-hmm. of chaos map a little bit uh you oh, sort of God. you sort of and you have this cat like dog energy mm-hmm. to you uh and you're a bit of a nomad i don't mm-hmm. know if you know this about yourself i, I no feel stuff. like you do uh, no you, stuff you get around and uh yeah i've I, moved across the country several times yeah and u-haul yeah. was never consulted <laughs> was not- you get what i'm saying <laughs> on paper yeah it didn't look like i was moving right. anywhere you know what i mean oh yeah this is a rental car uh-huh. car uh-huh. oh how many bags can it fit in here five bags yeah that sounds like my house <laughs> Sounds like you're talking about my house right now. And you also have kind of like an asteroid field of a mind where nobody can get in there. You know, what are you talking nobody about? Nobody can get in there. Nobody I'm a can podcaster. <laughs> These people know stuff about me. They've picked it I'm up. I'm not saying they don't know stuff about you. I'm saying they can't affect you. They can't get people you. People affect me all the time. <laughs> I wish I was unaffected by people, but they're always they're always killing me a little bit in there. A little I, bit. And I, I got to go hide in my rock stuff. <laughs> I am, and you love potatoes, as your new uh, vegetarian self uh, has to lean into it. I would yeah. imagine potatoes are a... Are I a, like Clannisar. I come out hot, and then everybody has to kill me, and then I just have a horrible time. That sounds great. Yeah. That's yeah. what a what a wonderful, positive vibe for me. <laughs> what? You're the, you are the one taking it as negative as possible. No, it's great. I'm excited. It's good because... You know, it it does feel in that same way that Nazaroka felt representative of your experience in the game. It mm. feels representative of my. The experience. target is on your back the second you sit down. Yes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I think that's true. Hated I- throughout all of the universe. <laughs> Despised. But it's everybody else's fault. Everybody else is evil. The Sar have done nothing wrong. 
Uh, but you know? but they probably have done something wrong. You need to stop. <laughs> you need to stop. And <laughs> we talk a lot about my therapy, and now it's your turn. We're gonna we're gonna teach you how how the light of Sar is great, and you are the son of Rog. Okay. Actually, well, you are the son of Rog. There we go. I'm Sar. You're Nazaroka. We got it figured out. <laughs> You're welcome, Paul Davis. Actually, we have more Paul. We Davis have more stuff. Paul Davis. It says Matt and Hunter. Whose mom would most likely score betray a friend? Oh, you're talking about my mom right there. Well, I, I have a case for my mom, but you can right. pitch your mom first. Uh, my mom would betray a friend mostly because of just a general kind of, uh, well, here's what kind of mom I got. Mm -hmm. My mom's the kind of mom where when you show her something that you got or you did, mm -hmm. the first comment <laughs> is really negative. And then she follows that up with, another negative mm -hmm. comment <laughs> but then there's at the end there's this third uh -huh. one yes. uh, and that also bad so you kind of get a good it's called a negative sandwich uh, -huh. uh and uh -huh. it's where the bread is negative the bread is the bread is problems yeah and then the meat is kind of this like deep cutting yeah. thing that you'll never forget well to me that sounds like what was there to betray you're right what, where was the my argument for my, my mom, mother wouldn't even trade alliances exactly. with you <laughs> In the first place. Whereas, There's no support for the throne happening with this lady. Whereas my mom. Yes. I feel like this is going to be really easy, actually. My mom worked in human resources for Walmart. Yes. She was betraying friends. She betrayed a lot of friends. <laughs> <laughs> she was a friend trader for one, the, of, the one of the biggest corporations. Yeah. She did it at the highest scale. Wow. Yeah. Professional friend betrayer. Wow. I, I'm, glad, I'm glad you and I have so much confidence that neither of our mothers would ever hear this, that yeah. we can just... Oh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. There's no... I mean, it's like a needle chance. in a haystack yeah. situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they... Sure, they might occasionally look at the haystack uh -huh, and then be like, I'll uh -huh. I'll pick one of uh -huh. those. The the odds that they're going to pick this one, not, no way. not in there. Yeah, not absolutely. possible. Uh, okay, last one from Paul Davis. What's the tastiest food your mom makes? Really interested in our mom. I'll know. Yeah, Paul. Paul. Don't know what that's off, about. Paul. <laughs> Listen, Paul. She's married, Paul. Uh, Paul wants our mommies to betray him. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, my mom makes a mean macaroni and cheese. Um, and I ain't talking from the box. I'm saying she picks she it out it. there. She goes out in the macaroni fields uh -huh. and picks it or something. Yeah. Uh, it's got that good crumble up top. Yeah. It's kind of just like, I don't know. That's about as good as I can describe it. That's it's awesome. just a tasty, tasty mac and cheese. Yeah. Not uh, saying that's the hardest thing to make, by sure. the way, but it, it, she does it good. Well, my mom worked in HR for Walmart. So she's not the cook of the family. Oh, yeah. Your dad's more my the dad's cook. My dad's the cook. Your so dad's my, a cook. My mom is just famous for putting barbecue sauce in spaghetti sauce, <laughs> like barbecue -y spaghetti. <laughs> and it was like, oh, OK, this is just what I grew up with. I don't. It's fine. Yeah, and my mom, my mom, I would come into the kitchen uh, when I was younger and my mom would just be standing there. With the, uh, you know, those big, like, were like, like a foot tall, round cartons of Quaker oats, just mm -hmm. raw, old fashioned oats. She eats that by like the fistful. She just eats raw oats. Nothing. What not is going on? With I don't this know lady. what's wrong with my mom. My mom had to pretend her whole life she was super poor. And I remind you, mm -hmm. she worked for HR for Walmart. Right. She wasn't. But yeah. she, she would put, she'd put like nothing on salt. She just eat saltine crackers. Odd. Odd. Well, I like saltine crackers. Saltine crackers are good. They're pretty solid. But uh, tasty food is not my mom's thing necessarily. Yeah. But now Pop Pop, 
pop pop. He's got them. He's got them weird. We up. named a slice off a of pop pop. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Time. Dave's Dutch oven. Yeah, dude. Dave's <laughs> a Dutch oven. Dave is always making some kind of slop. Okay, <laughs> he's got a brownish, gooey liquid that he is that that I'm telling you. It sounds like we're making fun of him. It's tasty. It's great. If Dave serve you some some weird chili. brown. Like, just in a pot Mm -hmm. dish, you are having that, and it's going to be tasty. One of his best things that's just the funniest thing to talk about is uh, he makes a thing that he calls uh, Rancho Huevos. Okay. Now, the correct thing is Huevos Rancheros. Yes, that's That's what that is. That's the dish. That's the actual dish. His is just a a pile of crap in a Dutch oven for Mm -hmm. breakfast. It's it's the beans and the tortillas and the (laughs) eggs and the cheese, and you just sort of, you just keep piling it up. put it in there. Until the thing is full, and you cook it for a while, and it's Mm -hmm. great. It's wonderful. And that's uh, Ranchos Huevos. Yeah, dude. I wish I knew what he thought that meant, you know? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It'd be cool to get Dave in here sometime, mm-hmm. you know. We got to no. get Dave on the show. No, no, thanks. I think that'd be fun. <laughs> I think of all the of all the parent figures we just talked about, Dave yeah. is really the only one who could sure. kind of throw in on this. Yeah. Well, and he can talk, so. Uh, oh yeah, know. he he can absolutely yeah. talk. Can... He he walked in on me last weekend. I was staying at your house because uh-huh. you were in Minneapolis, mm-hmm. and I was sitting there. What did he come uh, in over the dark? Here for? He was dropping off a bunch of boxes. Oh, that's He's right. He's bringing a bunch of yeah, boxes that's over. Right. And uh, he just, you know, I mean, the man doesn't, man's never knocked, no. ever. He, this man's no. infamous for not knocking. In, in, in a lot of, like, kind of figurative ways as well. Yes, he's just <laughs> not really a guy that, he just, I, and I'm in there, I'm playing <laughs> Last of Us Part 2, okay, which is a pretty bleak uh-huh. game, and I'm in the dark, and it's like 2 p.m., and I have, like, my iPad on the, it's just a weird, sure. I'm like, man, this seems weird. Mm-hmm. I, it's just, I'm, be, I'm having, I'm in gremlin mode, you know what I mean? <laughs> And he just opens the door and he's just like, Matt told me to come by. Like, and <laughs> he doesn't even, it's just, he just pops in. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, yeah. But yeah, I got some good time with Dave recently. Good which, for you. you know, doesn't happen a lot. But yeah, there you go. I can't imagine you two interacting with me not in the room. That's, oh, I love talking to Dave. Uh, Dave's fun to talk that's to. Hilarious. He's, uh, he's a good guy. All right. Well, we got another one here. Leo. This is, there's so many off-topic ones in this episode. Just yeah, so y'all went knows. way off-topic. That's not our so fault. We did not do this. Yeah. <laughs> Leo asks, what's your ideal vacation destination? Ooh. Assuming fully paid vacation anywhere in the globe. Uh, I know you've got one in particular. I've got that, quite a few. I mean, you got quite I, a few. I got some things that are kind of competing a little bit uh-huh, right now. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. What's, what's my number one? I mean... This summer, I've been talking about doing this Korea-Japan trip for a really long time, yeah. uh, and this summer, I'm going to do it. Uh, I, a friend of ours uh, recently was talking to me about how the Japanese yen is like super low right now compared mm. to the dollar, so I need to get over there um, right now. Yeah. Um, I've always wanted to do this trip where I fly to Korea, uh, explore Korea, go to Busan, mm-hmm. get on a ferry. This ferry will take you to Fukuoka, Japan, mm-hmm. where another friend of ours uh, named uh, Nick Malcolm, shout out to Nick, uh, lives. Mm-hmm. And I, although I just doxed him, I'm realizing, but I doxed him in another country, so I, it's not <laughs> Good clear. Luck. It's not clear how that works. Um, but it, it that that I can then go visit him, mm-hmm. and then we can do you know Japan together. And also, I've always loved the idea of a Japanese trip that ends in Tokyo yeah. and does not start there. Right. Sure. But sure. Um, and you want to do some, guess, some Tokyo shopping. 
take yeah. an extra suitcase to mm-hmm. just bring stuff home with. Yeah, I want to buy uh, old games. I want to buy records. Uh, I'm going to buy a lot of stuff in mm-hmm. Tokyo. It, I mean, the way I would kind of budget it is like the reason you do Tokyo last is because that's how you know how much you've spent right. up until, you know what <laughs> you I mean? Like, you got left. <laughs> yeah, here's what I got left in the old vacation fund here. So you know how much you can spend on stuff in Tokyo. Right. Um, I guess it feels like kind of a boring answer to say fully paid vacation, Korea, Japan, mm. um, just because I, you know, everybody loves going to Japan. Right. Um, and Korea is pretty hot right now too, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I guess other places I would think about, um, I would definitely get down with a full South America vacation. I oh, spent yeah. some time in uh, Colombia, uh, like three weeks yeah. once, and I liked it. It was a very, very good time. Um, but I met this Swiss couple, and I don't know if you've ever met, uh, or I mean, I'm sure you know, like when Europeans and like Australians and stuff, when they go on vacation, mm-hmm. the, what they're talking about to your American ears is like a complete, like they're yeah. not even the same thing right, at all. Right. Like they're like, yes, vacation. And then like, yes, we've been here in South America for two years. Yeah. We're getting a taste <laughs> of, of the culture, of the cuisine. And it's just like, okay. And it's like, we're over here in America being like, oh, I spent I a week. Six days. <laughs> hey, dude, I spent a week in Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it's like just not the same thing at all right um and you people are turds about it by the way uh, you need to slow your roll we're over here struggling in the u.s mm-hmm. all right don't be so proud um but yeah i would i would definitely uh love to spend like a year uh and just go all over south america sure. that would actually be probably my favorite possible idea especially if it was paid for yeah that'd be excellent yeah 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 the, the idea of a vacation being paid for is like oh i'll go everywhere mm-hmm. uh for the next six years yeah i always uh, wanted to see the galapagos islands in particular really want to go there interesting. um I, I, I there's a little bit i want to see islands i yeah. like island stuff yeah. island stuff's cool I want to go to New Zealand, and I can't imagine a situation where I would afford it anytime soon. So that would be a good fully paid one to do mm-hmm. like an Australia, New Zealand yeah, thing. Yeah, that'd be uh, tight. And maybe even like hit some Pacific Islands mm-hmm. uh, situations. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, I've see always... Hobbiton. Did you see Hobbiton? I go, go see Hobbiton. I do the whole see, thing. You you do, it's law. They make you do it. You get uh-huh. off the plane, and they they Have usher you, you to Hobbiton. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but also. We tried to do this on our... We went to London last year? Two years ago? Two years ago. Oh, my gosh. Um, But we went to London, and I wanted to do more. We wanted to do more, and it's just, you know, it's expensive to get, like, all over the place. But one thing, one, one of my, like, bucket list items, and it's really funny how this has evolved, actually. There are these things called dark sky reserves. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize it was just like a new program probably like six years ago. So there were like not very many listed at the time. And now there's like a ton. Like there's one mm-hmm. in Arkansas. We could just go to a dark sky reserve like right next to us. But that doesn't matter. There's one on my list I really want to go to. And it's in Kerry, in uh, Ireland. I almost mm-hmm. said England. Oof. Um, but I want to do like a Ireland road trip that then yeah. goes. And I want to go then up to Scotland and go down. I just want to do like a whole Ireland and uh, UK kind of uh little little journey little road trip for like a long time i do not know why i mean it's well documented uh on this podcast and i'm sure you know a lot of the listeners know but i obviously despise the uk but (laughs) i've always felt like scotland was for me Mm -hmm. i don't know why Mm -hmm. there's just something and it's not based on anything real i haven't done the research really I've just always had this gut feeling yeah. that Scotland is probably like right up my alley. Yeah. For some reason, I've always had this like impression of it that it is like 
in some ways like old, like if Portland was like an old European country, mm-hmm. that would be Scotland. That is based off nothing. Sure. And if there's any listeners that have any experience with both places, if I'm right, please tell me. <laughs> please let me know. If I'm wrong, <laughs> shut up about it. Okay. I said no critique. Good, good energy only. No critical <laughs> feedback right now. We're suspending it temporarily. I would also like to, I've, I went to Iceland after college for three weeks. And the mistake with that trip was I went to Iceland with $400 to spend mm-hmm. for three weeks. Yeah, Don't know if you know how much food costs kind of anywhere. Yeah, food <laughs> do cost money, huh? 400 doesn't go super far. <laughs> you, were, you were being very arrogant about so, the strength of the dollar. I wasn't expecting to only have $400 on the trip, and then oh. it turned into $400. Ah. But uh, I would love to do Iceland again and actually just like do everything, do the whole, do the whole island. Um, Iceland so. has always seemed very cool, too. Yeah, yeah there's just something, something about, I don't know. It's like, I like, when, it, when if we're talking Europe, and we should, mm-hmm. um, because, you know, it's like, they're, they're listening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously, Scandinavia is uh, excellent, but it's like, everyone said it. It's just sure. been said so many times, sure. and it's just kind of like, and then Italy, it's like, what do I, I want to no be there? I have no interest in Italy, and I don't know why. Uh, I just have none. You don't like old stuff? I just don't care, yeah. I think it's a I good don't. place for old stuff. It is. But it is, and I just don't care. I think that I just don't want to be in a place where I'm there with a bunch of other people that are also here looking at old stuff and yeah. maybe being annoying together. Right. I don't like to travel and feel like I am a tourist. I, I don't want to travel like somewhere and be judged by the people there. Yeah. Which is why Italy well, and France have always felt a little off. Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe not like all of those places, but the, the places you'd go to. You're probably a part of a nuisance that they they live sure. with daily, and I don't want to be a part of that nuisance. Yeah, <laughs> so I'd rather not. Yeah, um, but yeah, Germany obviously would be cool. Always, always talk to people that are talking about those artist visas they got mm. there in Germany. Maybe mm. I'll get one of those. You okay. know, after Minneapolis doesn't work out either, <laughs> go to Germany. I'll just go to Germany, easy. run an, away, an easy move. <laughs> just, just, just over. Just <laughs> hop, skip, and a jump to Germany. <laughs> Did I ever tell you that I had the experience with a friend? Like, there's a friend of mine um, who definitely doesn't listen. I'm not going to name him. Um, But uh, we've been friends for a really long time. We're still friends today. Um, But we had been hanging out. uh, It was like kind of post-college times. And I was still in Arkansas. And it was like before I had made any kind Mm -hmm. of move to anywhere Mm -hmm. else. And uh, he was kind of experiencing the same thing. Um, And he just lives kind of, I mean, this guy, he kind of just goes for it, Mm -hmm. you know. And uh, I was uh, supposed to meet with him that night after work. We were going to hang out, uh, probably watch a movie or something like that. And uh, I'm at work and I actually end up getting off work early. And so I decided just I'm like, oh, I could go home or I could just call him and see if he just wants to hang out now. And I call him and he's like, hey, man, sorry, I'm actually at the airport right now. I'm moving to Germany. <laughs> Like, what? Oh, we were gonna like, yeah, dude. I just kind of decided, like, it'd be cool, so I think I'm gonna do that. So I'm here and I bought the ticket and I'm I'm doing that. I'm I'm gonna be in Germany now. Wow, um, yeah, but uh, I have nothing in common with that person. Oh, yeah, dude. (laughs) I mean, dude, I don't have anything (laughs) in common with this guy either. It's just like, what are you talking about? (laughs) It's like, I thought we were, dude, I thought we were gonna watch Iron Man 2. What are you talking about? Oh, man. Uh, let's do this next one. It's from DJ Dulch, who asks, suppose you had to fight to the death one alien in TI. Oh, you're going to make it about TI again. Okay, oh, here good. we go. Okay. A little more TI uh, stuff fight now. Fight to the death one alien in TI. No weapons allowed. What faction do you think you could beat? 
uh, what is the toughest one you think you might have a chance of winning? Huh. Um, I don't feel like any of them. Well, I mean, Joel Nar, couldn't you just tip the the thing the over or whatever? But they yeah. have, they're like fully like I would imagine they're like mechanical hulking behemoths. Oh with yeah, the, jars yeah, you're right. That they're they're probably there. heavy and they're super heavy. So good luck to... tipping it over. Okay, you know? so that, let's say they're out. Uh, the turtles have like shells. I mean, the problem is, I picture all of these as the 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 like the warriors. War. So it's like I'm not picturing the like weird like weak dude that I would okay, be able but, to beat up. But let's. I mean, I'd be able to beat up any of their babies. I could beat up any baby. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's, so we're there. Like we're that. at least that point. <laughs> okay. I can a, a four year old Nazroka self alliance. Right. right. I Own can goal just like, right here. <laughs> completely unnecessary. Smack him okay, in the back of the I head. Okay, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I'm uncomfortable now. Yeah. You're like, who could you beat up? Uh, babies. Children. Defenseless. <laughs> like babies. Yeah. I could beat them up. Could do that. Oh, um, also the old. The, old, the very really old. old. Yes, you could grab them by the the scruff of their chins and beat them to death with their canes. Oh my God. You're the one that went here. You made you can't, a graphic. You can't get mad at yeah, me no, I would. for yes and sure. your horrible you know point here. Sure, sure. Okay, but if if babies and old people are off the menu, okay, and it has to be uh-huh. an even fight. Yeah, uh, I think that's more in the spirit yeah. of the question. Okay, I got it. The gash lie really i th- don't think you're making it through that i got a fire hose they, they didn't say weapons and fire hose is not a, they said no weapons but okay. a fire hose ain't a weapon okay cool them cool them down gone is that how their physiology works sure. i'm not gonna look it up fine all right i'll say this actually i will look it up while you tell no you can't look it oh up. my book no my my tirpg is yeah, packed up yeah, i got a pile of boxes and it's in one yeah never mind um here's what i got uh in all of the art that yeah. features the Winu. Oh, sure. I look at those and I'm like, yeah, yeah I could take that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're right. That's a good answer. <laughs> I played one and my whole, the whole getting into character was just, mm-hmm. let's soften up the edges a little. <laughs> I just think that, I, I just think I could take them. I'm yeah. not trying to go, I'm not trying to insult their whole vibe, uh-huh. okay? I just think that they're not freaky enough to take me on sure. and that I've got a little more animal in me. Cool. And that I could, that would be useful. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In a fight. Yeah. I like it. It's a good answer. It's the right answer. Uh, Magi asks, this is, here's a good one Sarween tools or neural motivators? Ooh. This what is, is it? 2018? Yeah, exactly. What is this? Tournament two? Mm. Um, this was the old adage, which is better to have, which is the hunter's law that's better to have in your pocket? Uh, and I'm not going to explain any of that because it doesn't matter anymore because neither of these are like particularly incredible they're well, they're, well, they're that, both that's good. why it's a good that's question why, now, now it's a, a new interesting question they're both kind of not important yeah however mm. and i hate to be boring sure but i always stay i always have to stay true to my thoughts mm-hmm. uh i feel like it was always neural motivators yeah and it still is yeah. i i especially these days where it's like you know what? I could add in a green tech to then get fighter two. And I think fighter two is pretty great. Like I like mm-hmm. it generally speaking. That's a good pivot. And what an early, an early, you know, around two neural motivator to start mm-hmm. going for that. Sure. That's like three extra action cards. Well, I don't know, okay. Man. So that's, that's an interesting like little bit, little tidbit there is what, is this round one? Yeah. Is it round two? Starting How with neural action? is great. Starting with cur- neural is incredible. Yeah. 
Uh, that's like that's a lot. How many action cards are we talking? That's like four five. To five yeah. yeah, four to five action cards uh, for four resources and a token. Like that's not bad. Sure. Um, now not great. I, <laughs> yeah. Now that we say it out loud, it's kind of. Eh, it's good? the reason neural motivators. I mean, I think post POK, like immediately post POK, we we were like actually neural motivators is totally out. But I don't know. Cody TCT won won me over on just the like roll dice, flip cards, draw stuff, mm-hmm. make things happen. Sometimes, sometimes you get the card. Yeah, it's only three extra cards. But what if those three extra cards are Imperial Rider, Flank Speed, and Sabotage? Mm-hmm. Like that, what a great investment you made. Yeah, I mean, sure. That's, that is, that's always true. That if you flip, if, if we go ahead and load into the example that you're going to get some good stuff, it's always better to, to take the chances. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, what are you buying? I, don't, I think tech in general has this weird aspect to it mm. where if you break it like you have to get tech yeah N- not because the abilities that right. they provide are so important yeah you have to get tech because you don't know right. if it's going to be relevant yet that you have that tech mm-hmm. you you need to n- have stuff that might qualify for more upgrades you yeah. need to have stuff that might help you get more victory points later yep. in the game in that way they're way closer to even actually yeah, right. because that we're talking a yellow or a green neither of those is more important than the other um because we're talking about the difference between fighter 2 and dread 2 yeah. as far as unit upgrade is concerned right. i would say that's kind of about a wash birdie is losing her mind yeah. right now and i'm sorry about that uh <laughs> do you remember when i lived in new york and we had to hear actually you don't know about that Actually, listener, you don't really know how much, how often in this show uh-huh. we were interrupted by like yeah. the police. We edit, we, <laughs> like, you you would hear constant. them coming in, and then like the sound quality would shift ever, so, or like Hunter's Hunter's tone would shift mid sentence. Yes, he'd be high energy, and then like mid sentence, I cut in, I'd like work in him mm-hmm. picking up his point somewhere else, and suddenly he'd be he'd be a little bit quieter. Yeah, and that and was always because the the NYPD, <laughs> yeah, or or the fire department. <laughs> Um, but yeah, now we got this dog this dog that's freaking um, out something. But yeah, so I, I do think that they are a little bit of a wash if we're just talking about point potential. Um, I still would rather have the cards though. If we're talking yeah. about the, the ability on the text, one, right. one resource per build, but it's only some of the well, builds it might not even be builds that I'm doing. You know what around. it is? It's, it's not about Sarween tools or neural motivators. It's about psychoarchaeology or scan link. And it's like Sarween tools. In a lot of situations, I'd rather have ScanLink and mm-hmm. Neural Motivators versus PsychoArc. I'd rather have Neural Motivators. See, in most of the time, that's hard for me to sign up for. Yeah. Um, in in a abstract situation, of course, Neural Motivators beats the pants off of psychoarchaeology. But in a practical world, in a world where I've got a slice and I've got a plan, and I'm right. there's up a reason you're getting good. Psycho. Yeah, when you get it. Yeah, there's a reason you're getting Psycho, and so it's hard to bake that in. Yeah. Um, now. A lot of times I get Psycho because I need it in order to accomplish this other thing. So Psycho itself Mm -hmm. isn't even really providing the direct value. Uh, So, yeah, I don't know. I can't think of the last time I used that trade good ability. (laughs) I don't know. I do not. Oh, I've used it. I've definitely used it. I've used it late game for stuff. What What I like about Psycho in the final round is if your problem ends up being that the stage two is a spendy sure. and nobody wants to talk to you anymore. Yeah. You still have just a little bit of a like, okay, yeah. it's, it's not can eke this out. Mm-hmm, yeah. I can eke this out. Um, and you know, it even, I, there have been situations where I've won games because I was like, 
Okay, Psycho will let me get a couple more trade goods. I need two more. <gasps> I could take yeah, I these can go two get these pla planets, yeah. use Diplo, refresh them, flip them back immediately, and then yeah. there you go. Now I've got it all in trade goods and I've got it locked up, etc. Right. Uh, Moses asks, could you add to your website a page that contains links to Arata and other game calls just wondering if you would do that not that you will but this is i wouldn't i like this question we should do that the website uh is i have this sort of like grand dream of like the things that could eventually get added to the website and um things like tournament calls like a rules faq maybe makes some sense but that stuff is also all kind of out there more importantly what i want is the like official tournament map repository because yes. that is like the most common asked question oh God, on our discord always is like can i get that. the 2019 prelims map mm -hmm. or something and it used to be everything was pinned in the tournament spoilers channel but now you can only have 50 pins and like i'm using it for other stuff all the time and mm -hmm. things have been cycled out and we've lost drafts and i want not just the old stuff but i want like the historical record of it all right. like i just want right. the stuff so that we have it properly cataloged. Um, and that goes for like Kraken's tapestries. Like I want yep. a nice, I want like a nice separate page that's just like uh, tournament history. There's the, like a the, whole, the whole thing. We didn't, we should have done a better job of kind of archiving track. stuff yeah. as we went. Because we they're just going to be it. the best We have big, a lot. Oh, sure. It, and then thank you to Discord. Sure. Um, for being, you know, so, so much easier than if we had done this all somewhere <laughs> else. Um, but yeah, that there does need to be a a chronicling. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I think this would be a great year to do it, yeah. especially if we do actually finish. I'll 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 say this, Moses. Um. If we finish the tournament on time, mm -hmm. the summer, I think will so be much wider. A lot. Well, <laughs> I just think it'll be time to talk about a lot of stuff that we don't normally get time yeah. to talk about. Right. Remember, we did. The last two tournaments, this current tournament and the tournament before, sort of back to back. Yep. Now that was by design, uh, and it was we elected to do it, and we made that choice way before we knew about any of the stuff yeah. that is happening to us now. Right. And I think if we had known that, we would have been like, "No way, let's chill." Yeah. <laughs> we would have been like, "Let's not have a qualifiers. Let's yeah. just let's just invite 216 <laughs> people to the tournament and kind of just see where we get." Uh, well, but uh, so. When we hit the summer, we will suddenly have uh, time yeah. to do the show and to uh, think about projects that don't have to do with uh, running a tournament. Yep. Um, and uh, when we get there, that will be a great time to talk about upgrading uh, the website. Yeah. But right now, you bring up upgrading the website, and I look at my, my inbox, mm -hmm. my stuff to be done, my to-do list on my, uh, on my imaginary desk and uh i can tell you probably the top three things the number one is uh weird bear jerseys and and pins sure. that's like up that's top. just the thing that's, that's gonna on happen on the very top yeah uh the number two is uh uh youtube twitch what does <laughs> <What> that happen <laughs> <laughs> um and then like number three is like are we on are do we need to do some emergency stuff to make sure the tournament is still gonna make yeah. its time slot and then after that there's like 10 other things right but website, I think it, I think that 
we did a lot of really good work on it last year, yeah. and I think that we can upgrade it even further. Yeah, well, and, and what we have now is so upgradable. It's yes. a great thing. Like, we can easily add to what we have. So, very, very excited for that. Uh, Moses also asks, will future tournaments see custom agendas or objectives? Are we going to get into homebrew in our tournaments? My instinct says yeah, no. Nah, probably not. That's 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 for somebody else's thing. Remember, anytime you ask us a question where it's like, would you ever take the tournament in a bold new direction? I invite you. To do one your, yourself. Yes. Do a do some cool homebrew tournament. Where's the Franken tournament? There, I think there was a Franken tournament. There definitely there was. There was, yeah. Um, there was a Franken tournament. But uh, I, I... There was a 14-point tournament. Right. Uh, so I would encourage people... I'd love to see an Absol mod uh, yes. tournament. Some stuff like that. But it's not really what we're after with specifically uh, like the Patreon tournament or any... If we you know can get into these in-person tournaments we really want to do. Uh, it's nice to keep it keep it clean uh mm -hmm. we if anything last year we experimented with let's peel back let's not do a homebrew but let's not do right. the newest version of majin this one sure. little thing sure and in the end just like not worth it because you just have to explain stuff to people and well, it's just we were trying to, to offer be... it to the players yeah. as an option yeah if they wanted that right and then it turns out they just did not sure basically it, yeah. it did not really matter to them one way or the other yeah. but we, we liked to consider that as part of the experience mm -hmm. um I do think that, you know, we will always be playing the most up-to-date version yeah. of the game. Right. So that is our priority, right. is whatever is the current idea of what the game is, mm -hmm. we are trying to be, uh, you know, the Coca-Cola, yeah. not Wild Cherry Pepsi, <laughs> you know. If there was ever something that was just, like, truly broken... You know, Dane puts out a codex and it just like, oh, we didn't even realize it was going to like upend the balance or something. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I could see us like slightly altering or or like if there was just some huge new imbalance, um, then, you know, that stuff could potentially be up for grabs. But like this game is so self-balancing that I can't envision what that would even look like in, in the root world. You had vagabonds just running away with games mm -hmm. way too often and in ways that weren't fun to watch like right. it's just an uninteresting thing to see um and so they introduced uh, garrick over on the garrick winter tournament introduced what is called despot infamy they changed they made one little made one little tweak of their yep. own to the vagabond and it just like evened out all of the stats almost mm -hmm. instantly um and you know i look at that often and i'm like if if something ever came up that, that felt was like, like that. that yeah and that's the biggest thing is is it boring yes is it is it just like completely uninteresting mm -hmm. then we would kind of go in and do a change but if it's just like like weird little imbalances but like mm -hmm. you can you can do something about them if you, right. you know if you do enough whatever you can you can offset this but yeah if like sar ever got into some sort of like unstoppable position yeah, maybe we'd like scale back one of their things or change an objective or whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I could envision I, in base game, there was a world where I wanted to take out those tech objectives mm -hmm. for sure because they just were boring like in that way where it's like yeah. everybody just has to do this one stupid tech thing Dude, and just like make yeah. it happen. Two and two color was like so bad for the game. Yeah. And now that it, I mean, in fit, this is the right way to fix it yeah. is just adding content to the game. Right is what makes the game really work. So we can still say the game can still deliver us yeah. a bad time. That's what's important to note about Twilight Imperium. <laughs> Sometimes it will say, no, don't have fun. This uh -huh. one's going to be rough. <laughs> and that's good. That's healthy. Right. Because then it means the times where it's like, it's not going to be rough. It's going to be exciting or yeah. whatever. It can deliver you like different emotional yeah. states. So there you go. Definitely. Uh, Zane asks what situation in ti have you not experienced yet 
but really want to. The example being the Barony and Necro infinite money glitch, which like that came, that tried to come up in a recent tournament game, yeah. and they still couldn't. Still couldn't. There's, quite there's do no it. value in making that actually happen. Right. Is what it turns out, it's too much setup and too much weirdness to waste your time on. Uh, but yeah, any I know what mine is, and I've said it many many times on the show, but I'll I'll just reiterate yeah, yeah, yeah. it because this might be the, the only time someone's listening. I dream of a situation where. It's the agenda phase. Mm-hmm. Uh, the law is in play oh, yeah, where we yeah, all have exactly one vote. There's no imbalance to our votes. There's no necro. All right, don't come at me with the funny business. I'm describing to you my magic yeah, yeah, Christmas yeah. land of what I want. So we all have exactly one vote. Representative Representative government, government is out. Uh, we all... Um, You're all at nine. We're all at You're nine. All at nine points. We all have nine points. Uh, and political censure comes out. Mm-hmm. And it's time to vote for someone and to receive no one victory point. Mm-hmm. There's no veto. All that stuff is gone. Every option to get rid of this thing. There's no deadly plot. You've already seen. I'm, I'm talking about a full faced. We know yeah. there aren't alternatives. We know that deadly plot is in the discard. We know that these things are gone. Yeah. And we look at in front of us and we say we must now vote on a winner. Dude, I'm, I'm going to tell you something now because you've, you've mentioned this many times mm-hmm. on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that no, no shade. I love it. Every time I hear it, I'm like, yeah, that is a great <laughs> idea. I thought, and I had forgotten about this because then on the day that we played it, there were so many other things going on. But I forgot to tell you that whenever you told me mm-hmm. that you were, you were going to be making up points for the Holiday Spectacular, <laughs> I was like almost like, I was certain, I was like, I think he's, he's going to try engineer. <laughs> like that, yeah. that you were going to add, you were just going to make up fake points right. to make us all at nine yeah. and then just create Drop this, in the just be phase. like, here's representative government, uh-huh. do it the right way. Uh-huh. And then we do. Yeah. And then political censure. And it would like, have been fun, decide. but I also, nothing will compare to the authentic experience of that. Just happening yeah. to a group that's true uh, yeah yeah i i just still think it would have for a holiday spectacular yeah. to make those boys right yeah pick <laughs> the winner that would have been so funny yeah i mean that's essentially what the the energy of survivor ti was supposed to be where it's just right. like each round pick a loser until you get there and then yeah. everybody that's out picks a winner uh so i'd still love to do that again but yeah i don't know anything for you any any moments any t- situations in ti uh you want I think there's definitely a lot of um, like kind of emotional stuff that I'm that I think I'm still chasing with T.I. I still feel like there is a finals game that can top Duke Lukem's win mm-hmm. in tournament two in terms of the excitement level. And yeah, everything. because part of why Duke Lukem's win in tournament two is so great, I think, has a lot to do with like where we were all at with the game. Yeah, technically. We should have been saying the whole time in that game, right. oh, Luke has the eight. Yeah. If like, you watch it back, it was plain as day. Yes. Yeah, it's true. And, and we say all the time now, we'll be like, uh, someone will be behind, but they'll have the eight, and we'll say, oh, but they could have two action yeah. phase right. secrets. Right. We say that constantly. Yeah. And it was true when it came to Duke, mm-hmm. and it was the first time we'd seen that, and then we never forgot. Yeah. We always now talk about yep. your win in terms of like, well, you could have a crazy amount of action phases. Right. But what I'm looking for now is someone to play a game so solid and sneaky Mm -hmm. that they go from last place to first place Mm -hmm. without the eight 
and without the one. Right. This sort of what happened with the metas game, the meta well, when they when they yeah. like win slayed oh gosh, four so players. Close. Yeah. But it's still that that wasn't it. That yeah. wasn't the time. One combat failed just enough to prevent them from getting it. I want to see somebody swing up from failure to victory by just a meticulously yeah. planned right. series of win slays and mm-hmm. deceptions that just gets them there and locks them in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And right. that and the key to this too is there's a lot of players that play really well. This is not uh, I think we <laughs> there's no absence for excellent play in TI. Yeah. But what I'm talking about is sort of a round five Hail Mary Christmas land. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. what I'm looking right. for. Right. Is I am not winning this game. Yeah. But I'm still thinking yeah. and I plotted this absolutely bonkers course. You know who else almost had that? The, the other game I can think of is Jono's win. Mantis was was scraping That's for that. That's true. Mantis, Mantis like we, we were a... looking at Mantis and we were like, there's these weird series of odds that mm-hmm. could keep rolling the Mantis. Thing, <laughs> so the, the thing, yeah, and I like that you're calling that out. The, the difference between Mantis's game there and what I'm talking about is Mantis had heat going into that game and he played a really great early game yeah. and then it got like kind of messed up. Right. And then it was sort of this situation where like, can he win this by the skin of his teeth mm-hmm. type situation? Mm-hmm. What I'm talking about yeah. from a commentator's perspective is we've got six players. Uh, there's one like in the lead and they're yeah. the hot shot and we're talking about them and their chances. And we've mm-hmm. got another mm-hmm. player that's like a legacy player that we're like, blah, blah. And then there's just like some just person <laughs> yeah. there that we're not really talking about. Right. And they've honestly, by anyone's met- metric, they've just kind of played a bog standard yeah. TI game and yeah. they're in last place yeah. and they haven't done anything flashy. And then suddenly they're just like, they catch just this inspiration and they just make a wild series of plays. Yeah. Next up is Logan. Will async be a part of the qualifying or prelims round next tournament? What will it take for this to happen? Well, That's hey, a great idea. Hey, guess what, Logan? Uh, async tournament is great, and you should just go play in the async tournament. And they keep setting new ones up. Uh, this was my opportunity to talk about my run uh, in the async tournament oh, that sure. people yeah, should yeah. just go, go be ahead. a part of. I, 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 to answer the actual question, I still don't feel like async like it doesn't have a place in in what we're doing. Although. Mm-hmm. With how this year has gone, like may I don't know, maybe there is room for maybe it. Maybe there's I don't, an option, yeah. like for qualifiers at least. It'd maybe be, it'd be like a thing where you'd have to start it before a certain date and end it before a certain date, and it's mm-hmm. just awkward with like, especially with the qualifying schedule where you can like be playing like so many games. You could be in an async game, and then like that would need to prevent you from playing any other games. Because then if you won in some other game and you're in the middle of an async game, that's why right. it's messy, right? It doesn't right. make any sense. Unless you're literally going to be in the async game and that's the only tournament game you're in well, like so the that's, whole run. Here's what I like about um, the idea of including async and our thing is because if the qualifiers, if the, if the boon of the qualifiers is saying, hey, we're kind of taking the pressure off on the qualifiers. Yeah, you true. play you play games. You can play multiple games. Yeah, uh, it doesn't have this like single elimination like prestige like yeah. we used to give it. I think it also makes sense to sort of say like, if you want to play on async 
and then like submit that win. And then once you get into the prelims, we're sort of like, all right, you're gonna have to show up for yeah. like an in-person game right. and get it all done. Right. I think I'm kind of chill with that because I actually think it would just allow more people to give get it in. a shot. If the it. point is to kind of open they gotta the qualifiers know it's up not async though. I think that was the fear this year was it's like, well, what am I going to tell you to do an async and then switch? But as long as it's like well talked about, that's mm -hmm. like you can qualify an async, but then it's assumed you're going to turn up for your game. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe, 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 maybe that's doable. It's always the time frame that scares me, but the qualifiers has the opportunity of being a huge wide open net. Uh, and I just don't want people to get trapped in a game that then never finishes and they don't know what to do with it or like right. a game to have someone who's qualified in it and they're still in the active async game. So they start doing inane stuff because they're like, I'm, I've already qualified now. This game is oh, nothing to me. I, you know so what I in mean? In my head, like actually the first place I went and I should have just said this out loud was I think that if if we were to ever do it, you would have to flag yourself either an async player yeah. or an in-person right. player and You'd you be could one not do other. both. Yeah. You, you or at least do. not both at the same time. Like the you, point you, you could finish your async game and then hop in more stream or you know, yes. TTPG you, you, qualifiers. You could, yes, but. you're right. You're right. You can only be involved in one of those yeah. at once. Uh, and to me, the only point, the perspective would be coming from a place of just including people that are just like straight up. I'm not even going to participate in the tournament unless yeah. async async would allow me to do it. Right. If the you know goal I mean? of our tournament is to get as many people in on it as possible, that's, yeah. you know, that's a great way. And, and at that point, too, it's when, especially for the qualifiers, I would love to include like in-person scenarios. It's hard to trust just like a, you and your friends got together. But if we had events that like their games could count for the qualifiers of the tournament as mm -hmm. well. Like that's that's an option or, or something, you know, the, uh, to your point of the qualifiers, if that just kept mentally being more and more open to just yes. like, however it works, man, just mm -hmm. play a game. Mm -hmm. Like, I, yeah, I'm, I'm more open to that. Prelims and onward, though, is still pretty hard locked to being kind of the structure. Oh, yeah, yeah. It is. And because and listen, I, I just want to remind everybody. We there we are not really doing we're not we're not broadcasting the prelims the way I would have liked for us to do yeah. that, uh, and that is because of uh of mess of difficulty yeah extenuating uh, circumstances yes insinuating circumstances it's still our desire to do it and uh, you can bet uh next time yeah. uh, we will be doing it and oh yeah I just confirmed there will be a next time tournament seven that will happen absolutely <laughs> um and uh, you know hopefully with uh with some changes to the game mm -hmm. hopefully. Mm -hmm. Drago Thaxton asks, what did your first win feel like? What oh, faction God. were you and about how many games did it take? Um, I do not remember with third edition. Like in, in terms of just like mm -hmm. Twilight Imperium period, I have no idea like who was winning the first few games or whatever. I mean, the first game we played, we didn't even finish. And yeah, I, I just don't even know uh, where we were at in those days. Mm -hmm. uh, fourth edition... We got it. First game we ever played, you won. I won as extra because that yes. was the game where I was extra. Your soul. We've talked about this story. Mm -hmm. We just didn't realize how PDS. I didn't worked. realize how Graviton worked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Graviton was the big thing, uh, the big surprise of that game. So you like lost a huge fleet. No mm -hmm. one would have ever won or would have lost in like a later game, but it was our right. very first game messing around with the system. So, um, but uh, has a win ever felt good to me? Ha! Fat chance. No way. Oh, I'll never feel success from a win in Twilight Imperium. Well, he didn't. He, I mean, what he am I, a child? How, he just asked how it felt. Sure. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't assume it, it felt, felt good. Like research for the show we had just started. Ooh. But what? So what does that mean? I don't it know. Just felt like work. It felt like learning the thing. Why do you play Twilight Imperium? I'm gonna I'll never add know. a question. <laughs> yeah, why, what is it that you? Why do you play this game? 
I get why I play it, but why do you play it? What's that line from Knives Out? Where it's just like it just it just vexes me or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of how he says it. Yeah, but yeah, it's just that. It's just it's just because it's just I can't cut because because I can't stop thinking about it. You. Uh, th- this is something I've been thinking about a little bit. You like and dislike competition in mm-hmm. a way that I find difficult to decipher. Yeah. Like it feels to me like you actually do not like a you don't like measuring yourself up against others or Absolutely. even a, a, up against a system. Yeah. But at the same time, you love it. I'm driven by it. You I would say that when it comes to being competitive, you are 100 percent more competitive mm-hmm. than I am. Agreed. We'll play a game for the first time. And, and I'm I'll like, I don't really know how, what I'm doing. Yeah. And I'm just kind of and you're like, I got to win this game. And it's like, dude, I just found well, out. And it's about not this just game. that it's not that I got to win is the yeah, thing. actually. See, but this it's is that I got to figure it out. Right. It's yeah. that I got to learn this thing. I'm yeah. not going to have done this. And your your method of learning it is, well, let me punch the walls a little like let me, yeah, let me push yeah. against the walls and I'm see just, how far they I'm go i'm just gonna kind of try stuff yeah and, 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 see what, and it'll what it'll it'll give me feedback and mine is like let me try to like grok the system like let me you know not I, i'm not experimenting i'm trying to do it and seeing if that like works or whatever it's, it's this thing of like it's almost like it feels like you want you want to do the game the right way mm-hmm. and not hit the bumper yeah. of like, uh-oh, you went the wrong way right. and then you got bad feedback yep. from the game and then you had to adjust. Right. You're trying to hole in one the game. Right. And it's not good. It's not, it's not I don't I, think ideal. It's, I don't I like mean, it. I don't, I, I don't see, like doing that to that's, myself. That's the thing that I get about right. it is that I feel that you don't like it. This is, this is not altogether a bad behavior. Sure. It's more that it doesn't feel like you like it. But I don't like slowing the game down for other people, especially mm-hmm. when it's the first go. Mm-hmm. and I don't like setting myself up for disaster, which is to say, I don't know this game yet. How on earth could I possibly expect myself to figure it out? Right. And so then I, we finish the game, and I'm like, oh, that was a dumb move. That was a dumb move. That was a dumb move. Right. And everybody else in the room is like, you didn't know what, what half the what, moves You didn't know what a smart move at the start. was. Yeah, there's yeah. no way for you to have known any of yeah. that. And, and I, don't, I, I don't give myself a lot of grace for that, basically. I would say, though, that... I mean, the if if let's say I'm a betting man Mm -hmm. and it's a group of people, any group of people and you're sitting at that table, I probably put all my chips on you. And it's a first time game. Uh, Yeah. I I put all my chips on Matt to win that game for Mm -hmm. the first time after after if it's several (laughs) times played, then it changes a lot. Right. But that first time I would bet that you win most of the time. Mm -hmm. And I'm the only person annoying enough to care about when I don't the first think it's game. annoying. It's it's not <laughs> annoying. Listen, that's the thing is that's what it is, is it's this attitude that on its own would be fine. Mm. That's actually pretty normal. I think every sure. board game group has somebody that's like on that first go around. They're going to they they're going to figure it out yeah. and they're going to play uh, and they're going to have this competitive like edge to it. Yeah. Maybe the competitive, you could make an argument that maybe the competitive edge is inappropriate because everyone's learning. Yes. Right. Right. But that's about, but also it's a game. So yeah. who cares? Right. Like get over yourself. But <laughs> the, that's the wildest thing about it is mm. that I feel the sense from you that you don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the thing that makes me ask what, you know, I don't why. like myself that, that does that. Like, I don't like it when I'm doing that. I don't know. Um, but what did your first win feel like? <laughs> Enough about me. 
<laughs> Let's move on to it. <laughs> to um, you. I don't remember the first yeah. time I won. I can remember like early on there were games that I would win that maybe felt just because I knew the game the best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like before we kind of found this community like around the show. Right. There were games where I would win and it just felt because I just knew more than the player that I was sitting next to. And I didn't really like that. I have a tendency to feel this sense of like, if if there's a player that's newer at a table, I have this conflict within myself where if if I want to have fun, maybe I just want to compete. But also, I... I feel a need to teach. Yeah. I like teaching a lot. Yeah. I've always enjoyed teaching people mm-hmm. particular skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think teaching stand-up comedy is like a huge scam, mm-hmm. uh, but I've done it. Mm-hmm. And because I just think it's, <laughs> it's fun. fun. Yeah. I think it's really to help someone like kind of foster like a weird, unique skill. I'm yeah. not saying I want to teach like English yeah. or math or whatever. I don't want to be like a regular teacher, but I actually really love the idea of someone especially someone watching me play the game and then learning something. Yeah. I I really think a lot about, especially when I'm streaming myself playing, oh, how do I like kind of say what I'm doing in a way where like someone could maybe grasp this and repeat this yeah, behavior. Themselves. And sometimes even the way that I play the game, um, I feel like I won't really want to be as wild and crazy as mm-hmm. other people because I'm more interested in demonstrating like kind of a like, you know, no nonsense, yeah. like style right. of TI right. so that it is more like graspable for right. viewers. I do, actually do not mind in the TI space as being perceived as like someone that's not very fancy. Mm-hmm. I think that that's absolutely right. A-OK with Because you're the teacher. It's It's like being a screenwriting or like a script writing professor and it's like yeah we're not out here writing like the weirdest script like you're Mm -hmm. gonna learn form format you're gonna learn you're gonna learn the formula you're gonna learn what an arc plot is so that you understand the structure and we're gonna like that's what we're gonna focus on and then later when you're really good at that you can do whatever you want with it Mm -hmm. but my role is to sit here and keep you in the lanes we're gonna be like a formalist yeah basically and play uh like a formal ti experience that isn't married to like a singular meta, yeah. basically. Yeah. Um, that is kind of just like a yes, I maybe don't get uh, as wild a swings as somebody might get if they spent more energy on like car salesman type tactics mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, or like more energy on like aggressive, uh, you know, space risk type tactics. Yeah. But if somebody watches this, do they have something they can take away from it? I, I hope that I have that. So, anyways, to answer the question, I don't remember the first time I won because I don't think about winning <laughs> yeah, that much. Right. Um and, and I hope I I hope that is obvious. Yeah. I hope when people watch me play, they're like, this guy is I want to play a good game. Yeah. I don't necessarily right. care about winning. You'll celebrate a win in the moment. Yeah, dude. And then it's oh, water I love off a duck's back. Right, right. <laughs> if, if if I'm in the moment and yeah. like, oh, it's gonna be me, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And I like to get a little bit of juice out of that. Yeah, for sure. And then there you go. Yeah. That's kind of it though. Move on. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Tang asks, what game mechanic should Dane add in Codex 5? Ooh. Dexterity? <laughs> Social deduction? <laughs> worker placement? <laughs> oh. What do we What do we want added to our Twilight Imperium <laughs> game? 
Wow, stop while you're ahead. Why did Tang, why did you throw out three examples there? You, you if you get a great idea, if dexterity comes out of you as as an example, don't yeah, waste the, our time with social with the deduction mini game. Yeah. Um, yeah, dexterity would be awesome to uh, put into. Yeah, and I think you're actually right. There would be some sort of super weapon uh-huh. that is a flickable thing, yes, yeah. and you flick it, and whatever system it lands on, you like kill all the yeah. ships in that. Or just or any, any ground forces you take out with, yes. with, with the little penguin. If you displace anything. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, Beyblades? Have we talked about <laughs> Beyblades before? Have we done a Beyblades bit? <laughs> no. Okay, so Beyblades. Uh, do you get so, me? So first, so first off, Mechatolrex is at the bottom in the center, and you, and now you build the map in a in a half dome. That, oh my uh, god! That yes. Goes outward. Yes, yes. And this is now what your map looks like. Right. And then you Beyblade, and they fall into the. And that's how you fight over Mechatolrex. That's a good way to do it. Uh, the way I was thinking about doing it, normal TI, uh-huh. everything set up regular uh-huh. style. You have a Beyblade. Yeah. You get to at one point use it. Mm-hmm. Anything it knocks out, that's just where that is yeah, now. That's just you somebody's know what I mean? hero. That's yeah. just somebody's hero. Somebody's hero is it includes a Beyblade. <laughs> and yeah, you just go for that. Yeah, Great. dexterity absolutely would be good. Um, social deduction, I just want to say, I would be remiss if I did not mention that Petra Medusa has... Uh, I, I was reading through it the other day yeah. on my phone because that's the only that's that's where you I got are. I'm just living on the phone here. But I was looking at it on my phone and it looked it looked really good. I honestly was really not sold on the concept before, but reading through it, I got excited. That's what the agenda face should just become is like a social deduction. We got to do something with it, y'all. It's getting boring out there, y'all. Yeah, it's 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 now been like what proven that it is the most time wasted in a game for almost no value. Oh, dude. And I mean, and I mean, I know I've said this over and over. I'm just going to keep saying it forever. Uh, I keep running games and I keep getting people saying, wow, we got that done so fast. Yeah. And the only change I've made. I made the is agenda phases two hours less. I of just <laughs> remind people. Yeah. I'm not even forcing you to yeah. do it fast. I'm just, I say out loud yep. where we are at in yep. the agenda phase. For sure. And that's all it took, <laughs> people. It took to we fast. were bleeding hours in that dang <laughs> phase, people. That's what I discovered. Yeah. Yep. Uh, hey, last question here from Ricky M44. When you guys move to Minnesota, you want to grab a beer? Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll grab a beer. Yeah. I, I'm gonna need it. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna need a bit of beer time. Uh, like we announced at the beginning of the show, we're both possibly landing a little bit closer. We're getting closer yep. to landing in a spot and i am about to break <laughs> yeah i'm literally <laughs> the edge kind of losing my mind here um and i actually what during recording i got an email <laughs> confirming that they've received the documents i've sent oh good not confirming that they've read them or yeah. that it's cool you know it's weird when i got like, an email though what we're gonna do about this <laughs> sewer sewer floor drain issue <laughs> is the subject line of my email that i got so yeah we're we are active active developments here about our trip to minnesota and uh, i will take a beer when we get there yeah. and you know what take a couple games of ti in person as well yeah uh, while we're at expect it. more in-person games expect more uh streams will be back youtube will be back every everything will be back yeah. and and it will be better than it ever was we just need before. houses with internet we just need houses with internet um if you live in the Min- minneapolis area and you want to play in real life that's gonna be happening it's gonna happen and yeah. come play with us and mm-hmm. we will be playing stuff a lot yeah. 
Uh, and uh, honestly, I can't wait. And you know, we didn't we didn't end up addressing. There was a question that we talked a little bit about last week, mm-hmm. which is a question for us to talk about. Um, a thing that has been there's been kind of rumblings about it of Long a on our minds. North American live in person tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, across an, an interregional series of tournament events, culminating yeah. in a grand finals to find the best player in all of North America, definitively, definitively, definitively. But we'd probably end up doing it every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, it's that's gonna be want to do that a big thing. So you, you remember how I was talking about my tray with all my tasks on it? <laughs> so there's that tray. And that's 20, 30 something uh-huh, deep right uh-huh. now. And then right next to it is just this a swimming giant, pool. Like, yeah, there's just, it's just a deep pot. It's just like, stew, it's a stew that's just been uh-huh. bubbling up. Yep. I mean, before we started finding out about these life changes that were going to be happening, I was like mid conversation with a lot of people yeah. in the community, outside of the community. I was like working yeah. on getting a crew together right for an event on the west coast literally was discussing like how much well how much will, will we be paid to help shoot this thing yeah. type stuff right so i was like very much ready for that to be the next step yeah. in all of this right and then the reality sank a in and, and we, we it's not really hiccup. a hiccup it's actually great i burped it, in my mouth <laughs> oh you, okay <laughs> okay that's all right not a hiccup you know i burped in my mouth yeah yes i was i was in mid-sentence burped in my mouth burp took approximately three months and then as soon as that burp clears we are just right back in the saddle Mm -hmm. just got to brush my teeth that's Mm -hmm. all it'll be fine everything will be fine the chili for dinner (laughs) (laughs) i want to thank our weird bears big al cappuccino squeamishimu blt brassbird cabalisol kalu and dandelion daryl drago thaxton elspeth sc jadim jedi carnal alice emlachevsky nick absol rwise and tang I want to thank our baby child, big friends, Crake in Portmandia, Hercules, Relic Stan, and Vince. You can rate this podcast on the places. Rate how good of a job we're doing amidst the chaos of everything. Say, mm-hmm. I hope the move goes well. Mm-hmm. Five stars. I'll take the encouragement. I'll take it any day of the week, my friend. Yes. Um, first stream that will be happening when streams are back. Uh, I, so, internet update for me. Ah. Today, I got Woods Internet. Woods it's internet. really bad. Yeah. Uh, upload speeds are uh stinker level i'm at stinker level um i am in a state where i maybe would be able to play twilight imperium uh streaming it absolutely not right but here's the news uh last we talked homebrew guild style uh we were going to talk about doing uh the final play test for the lazags um and i have all of that art it's all ready to go Mm. um it looks great and all the components are there. I do need to get it integrated into TTPG. I knew there was no rush for that particular <laughs> job. Um, so I need to make sure that that makes it into the homebrew thing. But now that I have internet back at my place where mm-hmm. Discord is usable, yeah. I do want to get the conversation going again about where first uh, Twilight Imperium Zero Edition, which yeah. we have not talked about on the show for quite a mm-hmm, while, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, should be so there was a lot of um we did an episode about it uh, several months ago uh and so to just kind of update you if you are new to this idea um i'm hoping to use the homebrewers guild to help design 
a, a sort of prequel edition mm-hmm. of Twilight Imperium. Uh, we sort of already have uh, an array of factions set aside that makes sense lore-wise. We've talked about even some mechanics. The way I want to institute these mechanics, um, which is maybe what we should focus on before we even get to factions, is as Twilight Imperium 4 variants. So one of the things we've talked about is a different way to play uh, when it comes to strategy cards mm-hmm. uh, w- using using the system called focuses. Uh, and I want to try incorporating those into the Twilight Imperium 4 system. Yeah. Um, if you don't remember what focuses are, again, they are described in depth in that um, episode. But it was kind of my favorite idea. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and focuses are like kind of a, a version of strategy cards that aren't so like cut and dry. Like piecemeal. Yes, strategy piecemeal card. strategy cards. Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post uh, in the Homebrewers Guild channel about these to kind of give you a little bit of an overview. So if you want to jump into this conversation, it's happening. Yeah. Um, because I see no reason, if I can talk to you, if I now have, if I can sit at my right. at a desk and right. work from my computer, there's no reason that we can't be talking about components and yeah. looking at stuff like that. I have Photoshop back. <laughs> I've been separated from my Photoshop, from my Premiere, uh-huh. from all my editing suite yeah. since like mid-January. Yeah. It is the day before Valentine's Day. <laughs> Valentine's Eve uh-huh. as of recording. Okay. The most haunting of No holidays. Valentine, by the way. Don't yeah. have one. You can have Pat. Pat is the last that I choose. <laughs> Pat. That's my cat, by the way. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah this is, <laughs> Sorry. We're not talking about my real. friend. <laughs> you can have Pat. He's great. <laughs> Listen, I love Pat, but it's we're just, our chemistry is uh, not great. Not great. Also, Pat is very much, Pat wants everything on her terms, yeah, and I can't. Sure. I just can't do that again. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Her. Look at her. Uh, hey, at streams. Her. I don't have an exact schedule of prelim streams this weekend, but I can tell you what's posted and what you should go in there and try to sign up for if you're a prelims player or if you're a Legacy Weird Bear. Uh, just, I don't care. Get in there. Let's get these games filled out. Yeah. February 16th at 2 UTC. That's like very, that's a weird hour, but there's people that exist in that. Euros. February 17th. That's not even Euro. That's like, that's, that's, I think that's strictly Australia. like Aussie or something. Uh, February 17th at 8 UTC. February 17th at 15 UTC. And one that is definitely happening is February 18th at 1700 UTC. So that's Beautiful. Sunday at 1700. That one's full. The other three need players. Get in there. Get in there. Uh, and let's make these prelims continue to happen. Uh, I love it. And thanks everybody for submitting questions for this thing, yes. even though you didn't expect it to be. Uh, I'm glad we could do this actually, because almost all of these questions were one I would never just throw in at the end of an episode. <laughs> Yeah, that so was, was really kind better. of the Agenda phase mailbags are good for the weird one. All the all the stranger questions get to get worked in when they're back to back like this. Yeah, um, yeah. And again, I know we probably sound like broken records at this point. I just want to thank everybody for being uh, so nice mm-hmm. in this uh, and being patient um, with us while we uh, try and do like five things all the time yeah. that are difficult. Yeah. But uh, hey, hopefully... All the things that are up in the air are about to come up Millhouse, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. we're really gonna. I mean, honestly, <laughs> I mean, if I hear back, uh, if I if I hear back from this lady, yeah, I'm just gonna move to Minneapolis tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just gonna be like, I'm done <laughs> with this. I'm done with this. I am yeah. packing my stuff up and driving up there and starting my new life. Yep. That's what I want. And I need to see a man about a sewer drain, <laughs> and then I'm good to go. <laughs> Thank you.
Thank you for listening to Space Cat's Peace Turtles, and thanks to Ben Prunty for the use of his music. You can find more at benpruntymusic.com and benprunty.bandcamp.com. Pax Magnifica, Bellum Gloriosum.